Welcome to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voison inviting you to listen to our latest episode, number 911, with Tom Palladino, founder of Scalar Light, about his optimal health programs. This podcast, number 911, is brought to you by Peter Bregman and Howie Jacobson, authors of a new book entitled You Can Change Other People The Four Steps to Help Your Colleagues, Employees, and even family up their game. If you want to know more about Peter Bregman and Howie Jacobson and their new book, please visit their website at www.bregmanpartners.com. That's www.bregmanpartners.com. And now for our featured podcast, please listen to my interview about optimal health with the founder of Scalar Light, Tom Palladino. Happy listening. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and host of Inside Personal Growth. And joining me from Florida is Tom Palladino. And Tom is the founder of Scalar Light. And you can actually get to his website at scalarlight.com. That's S-C-A-L-A-R-L-I-G-H.com. And Tom is a returning guest. Uh, he was on the show back in March of 2021, and we had a really good reception to what Tom's doing. Uh, it's really quite unique. And I tell my listeners, listen with an open mind, because that is truly what you need. Um, this is a process that Tom has worked on for years and years and years perfecting, And a little bit about Tom, he's a researcher, humanitarian, seeking to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and the tools to restore optimal health and by helping enhance their quality of life. And I think the key underlining words there, optimal health, he's going to tell you a little bit about his process, what he goes through, how he helps people restore optimal health in their life. Tom, good day to you. How are you doing? All is well. It's a pleasure to be back on your platform. Thank well, you, Greg. It's a pleasure having you back. And thank you, too, for your kind, generous donation, I was just saying, to Compassionate Communications Foundation, which is our outreach program to the homeless. Uh, and Tom was very, very kind and made a nice donation to us. So, Tom, thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. Um, the other thing is, um, let's start off, you know, we kind of need to set the stage for the interview. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what are the reasons behind choosing to research about scalar energy? Okay, sure. I've discovered there's two energies in the universe, electromagnetic energy and scalar energy. And this can be supported by years of research by my predecessors, Tessa, Nikola Tessa and Galen Hieronymus. So what's the point? Well, if we're looking at a way to control nature through technology, that's what technology does. It allows us to overcome nature, to subdue nature. Then I believe the best way to do that is by way of scalar energy, not electricity. So I've devoted a lifetime to trying to study this energy, scalar energy, and what it means to mankind to be able to access scalar energy, to control nature, to be able to perform work functions that you cannot easily achieve with electricity. 
It's interesting because in your videos at your website, you speak about harnessing this energy from the sun. Yeah. Uh, and you also talk about the fact that Tesla, in the beginning of his career, uh, was working with energy, but toward the end of his career, was working with scalar light. Explain a little bit of, to our listeners about um, what that transition was for uh, Tesla. Why Tesla then, obviously, he passed away, uh, so he didn't get to finish his work with Scalar Light. But there were two other gentlemen that you worked with and sought out who were working with that. And I think that would be a good story for our listeners to know, because when you know the origins of this, then it also makes it so much more credible. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's a good point. there, There is credibility there. Nikola Tesla, many people are familiar with Nikola Tesla. He was the singular, with his singular effort, he gave us the modern day age. Tesla is the father of AC electricity, and he, he's the preeminent scientist for the past 200 years. Tesla gave us AC electricity. Now, look at what we achieved today with electricity. Now, Tesla had hundreds of patents. All to to his credit as a great scientist, as a great theorist. Later in his life, Nikola Tesla discovered scalar energy, what he termed as radiant energy. And he realized it was powered by the sun. And he knew that if the universe was filled with this kinetic energy, this omnipresence, that it was a game changer. And so the latter part of his life, Tesla worked with scalar energy almost exclusively. Uh, notably, he built a tower in Long Island, a scalar energy tower, and he was able to send out, propagate this free energy, scalar energy, to the immediate vicinity of Long Island. Now, what does that mean? That's a free energy device. There was no power plant. Tessa erected a tower in Long Island that could have delivered star energy, sun energy, anywhere in the world, wireless transmission. And it would have been pennies at the dollar at a reduced cost. Clean, perpetual energy. So Tesla was on the cusp of giving the world perpetual energy, free energy. Now imagine if the world would have embraced that concept and we would be now working with free energy instead of energy that's costly, dangerous, and pollutes. That's where we're going. This is the new era of free energy. Yeah. And, you know, our world and big corporations obviously uh, control a lot of that. And I'm not trying to be negative, but when you look at the oil companies and you look at the gas and electric companies and you look at what they're charging us, it's been um, well purported that had Tesla's inventions gone further versus them being shelved and hidden and put away uh, that many of us today who are spending thousands of dollars to heat our homes or, or or to create this energy to cook in our ovens or do whatever, could have been doing this with free energy, right? Exactly. And that yeah. would have liberated us. That yeah. that would have that encumbrance, let's face it, it's a financial expense every month for people. And it's dangerous. You know, it, it produces a byproduct, a chemical residue. So if we would have listened to Tesla and followed that way of star energy, sun energy, it would have changed the role. 
Well, he, he changed the road with AC electricity. Now we have to take it to the next step and change the road with scalar energy, free energy. Now, you use this in a healing way to heal people, to heal their bodies, to have them increase their metabolism, I looked at. I, to have people re- release what I would call disease in their body. And you do this through getting people's pictures and then taking these pictures in and we'll talk about the actual process. But you state that scalar energy is the architect of life. And you state further that it's an animated life force of all spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical activity in the universe. Speak with the listeners about the benefits of scalar energy and what it can help my listeners who right now are listening to this say, okay, I get mind, body, spirit. What can Tom do for me? How does he do it? Uh, And what are the benefits of him doing it? Good point. So when I'm working with a scalar energy instrument, it's a different dimension. It does not behave like electricity. This is not an electrical instrument. So to start the process, people will email me a photograph. I only work with their force field. This is my photograph in which I can access my force field by way of a photograph. So if we can access a person's voice by way of a cell phone, then we can access a person's force field by way of a photograph. And in so doing, I've developed techniques in which once I can access a person's photograph and download that information, I can balance their brain waves. Now, what does that mean? What is the benefit? People say that they have a sense of tranquility, that scalar energy will actually balance their, their subconscious mind or their psyche or their seven chakras because this energy is instructive. So by balancing the brain waves, by balancing the seven chakras, people say that they can sleep a very deep, meaningful sleep. Others will say that scalar energy has served to lift their anxiety, their depression. Uh, some have gone as far as to report by a first witness, by a first-hand account as a witness, that they no longer have a phobia or they've been able to overcome addiction, a cigarette addiction, a drug addiction. Now, that speaks to the point that I'm imparting this divine energy, this divine light into the force field of a photograph. And the energy is self-instructed. The energy corrects the phobia. The energy corrects depression. The energy will correct or balance the seven chakras, the seven meridians. I have incredible testimonies from people around the world. And I want to make this very clear. It's not my The animating force of scalar energy is not my ability as an operator. My ability is that of a theorist. Once I place a person's photograph inside the scalar energy instrument, the instrument does all the work. The energy does all the work. So that, that really should clue the audience in that this is a divine energy capable of correcting the conscious of a person. It's, um, it's purported many of the mystical, spiritual schools for years have used sound, light, and color, okay? And so when you think about that, sound, a vibration, light, another vibration, and color, another vibration, I mean, because literally the rainbow is different things because of the light, the light spectrums, right? And you know more about this than I do, 
but they use this in these mystery schools to actually help heal people and the world, not just one person at a time, but actually sending out the sound, color, and light to heal people planetarily. And gosh knows right now, as you and I sit here with the Ukraine and Russian deal going on, that what should be happening is scalar light sent to all of the Ukrainians and all of the Russian people to come to a peaceful settlement about this situation. And in your standard program, you talk about a tale of two energies in the universe, which are electromagnetic and scalar light. And you mentioned it a little bit when we started. What's the difference between the scalar and electromagnetic energy? You did not address that. It's so simple. All energy initiates from the stars as scalar energy. In composition, it's a double helix. And at the very center of the star, you have that perpetual energy, scalar energy, which is why stars are perpetual, which is why stars always have some type of energy, light, some type of heat, per se. Now, once that energy, scalar energy, leaves into another environment, another dimension, it breaks down and degrades into electricity and magnetism. So it's really a very simple concept. Everything initiates. The stars initiate energy. That energy is always scalar energy. That perpetual energy gives stars their their perpetual life cycle. And therefrom, once that energy leaves the center of a star, sadly, it degrades into electromagnetic energy, which is entropy, which is chaos, really. And we inherit that that electromagnetic energy in this world and the the planets of, of our solar system. If we were inside the center of the sun, we would enjoy a perpetual atmosphere of scalar energy, which would be devoid of disease and death, which gives us the notion of heaven. What is heaven? It's perfect light, perfect instruction. And in so doing, disease and death are impossible. And and on that account, you know, they say the darkness serves the light. You have a polarity from a magnetic standpoint. You've got a positive and you've got a negative. And pardon me, this wasn't one of these questions. But as you speak, I start thinking about this. Uh, You know, when a star burns out, right, and it happens, uh, what you're saying is the energy that was being pulsated to us through the star then goes to electromagnetic energy. Is that correct? And that's what we're receiving. So, I mean, there's billions of stars when you look up at night and if you live in an area that isn't uh, light polluted, you can see, I mean, my best experiences of of this was Montana, right? And and in the summer nights there, it's just stupendous. I mean, you can walk around at night in the forest just because the starlight is so bright, you know? So speak with us, though, about the polarity, the maybe the burnout a little bit and the electromagnetic, because you're saying in the center of the sun, we would constantly have scalar energy, which is like heaven on Earth. Yes. So you're trying to create heaven on Earth with your scalar light situation. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's my goal. Okay. Is to bring the perfect paradigm, the perfect model. 
Now, if you look at electricity, the electromagnetic spectrum, it, entropy is the consequence, which is what the, the decay or the degradation of the signal. And if, if you put that in biological terms, that's disease, degeneration, and death. But if you look at scalar energy, there is no entropy. The signal never fades and never dies off. There, there is no degradation. So I want to go back to the perfect motif. And I, I firmly believe Adam and Eve enjoyed that perfect theme, that perfect motif, in which the world initially was immersed in scalar energy. Mm. And in so doing, Adam and Eve had that perfect paradigm. They were the perfect, they were the prototypes, the perfect prototypes. But they fell from grace, and what was introduced is our fallen nature, which is really an electromagnetic existence. So, you know, when you look at dis-ease, and I've been doing this show a long time, 910 interviews, uh, 15 years, and I've spoken with neuropaths, real doctors, everybody who's trying to heal people. And when you come on this fear and love, Disease. No. Disease is, you know, uh, uh, the fight flight syndrome. People get stressed, and we in your at your website, you know, you talk about people's emotional disease and how no. scalar energy can actually shift that emotional disease. No depression. That was one of them that I saw. This morning was depression. And, you know, it would be easy for people, Tom, given the circumstances of the last couple of years with the pandemic and the world economy and uh, unemployment and people working from home, you know, and I'm going to point all the negative and then I'm going to point to the positive to actually become diseased. Um, what is it that after your 40 years of research with scalar energy, you could share with the listeners what not only inspired you to pursue this study of scalar energy, but eventually inventing your instrument and how, again, if I give you a picture of me mm -hmm. and you put it in your machine, mm -hmm. this machine is going to emanate scalar energy right. by the radiant field of who am, who I am. Is right. that, is that kind of that's, that's the correct. of it? That's that's correct. That's the okay. esoteric part. That's correct. Okay. Okay. That's correct. And, and, you know, this is groundbreaking research. I, I had a predecessor, a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus, who developed scalar energy instruments. And back in the 90s, I was able to purchase his instruments. Now, Galen Hieronymus was able to treat, to work with the Apollo 11 astronauts during their moonwalk by way of their photograph. And Galen Hieronymus was able to monitor the biorhythms or, or blood pressure, their heartbeat by way of a photograph. So what's the point? A photograph of a person is their energetic copy. In real time, my photograph will report my soul, mind, and body, so to speak, in real time. Now, what is this called to mind? That this dimension, scalar energy, really is what is known as quantum entanglement or the connection of the universe. Many people say the universe is connected. It's concatenated. That's true. It's the matrix. It's the connection. So what is my point? With a scalar energy instrument, you access that dimension in which everything is pre-connected, which it's, it is consciousness. There is no time and space. You transcend okay. time and space. So it's the perfect model. 
we enter into that consciousness, we enter into the matrix, we enter into that zero point field, and it's far, far superior than the electromagnetic field. And once we're in this field of consciousness, everything happens in an instant. It's perfect communication, everything is instantaneous. So with that in mind, we've overcome time and space, we're working with perfect intelligence, and the outcome is guaranteed. If we have perfect intelligence, then we can have a perfect result. That being said, and I'm I'm not going to play the devil's advocate, but I am going to play people are born and people die. In the process, the energy dissipates. People get older, they have less energy, usually. Eternal life is a consciousness, the concept that I will live forever. So we know from the studies that when a person's heart stops beating and their life ends, that at that moment of what we call death, finitude, facing our finitude, and a fractional amount of energy actually leaves. Call it the soul, call it whatever you want. I've talked to so many people on this esoteric scale. But we do know that there is a fraction amount of something that disappears. And depending on your spiritual belief and you being a Christian, you believe in eternal life. Yes. Right? So will scalar energy in its own right being used shift the consciousness so that we feel at one? Um, and we could make that transition without fear. Yes, exactly. Because the afterlife, call it heaven, call it the afterlife, is perfection. Yes. And there's nothing to fear. You're, you're going from an imperfect world, and I realize you have loved ones here, but the world that you're entering into, God's realm, is perfection. And and that is the eternal abode. I believe heaven is forever. Why? Well, one, the animating force is scalar energy. So if you do have a, a heavenly presence of scalar energy, you can't die. It, you, you're, you're immersed in perfection. You'll always be in that perfect environment. But there's an unknowing. Uh, there's an unknowing until people come to a realization about their finite, I, I have to be. I happen to be fortunate enough to work with extreme athletes who climb. One guy has climbed Everest fifteen times. Why do I mention it? Because the gentlemen and women who take on those kind of extreme conditions face death. And there's a lot right. been written about being able to go to extreme conditions to face death so that they can have a better life. Um, right. Because that's what brings them the understanding about, Hey, you know, uh, not being fearless per se, but really having more of an understanding about what death really is. I mean, when you face it at the door, you know, the doorsteps, and I didn't mean to uh, sidewink this conversation into this, but, Scalar light, if consistently used from your perspective, will allow one's consciousness to shift 
astronomically yes. such that they can make a union yes. and understand that there needs to be no fear right. associated with that ultimate transition. Would that, would that be an okay yeah. statement to make? Yeah, yeah there is. And, and here's a stepping stone to that. Many people that I treat work with by way of their photograph, tell me they no longer have a phobia or they no longer have an allergic addiction. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I did not reverse cure their phobia. Their food allergy, I did not cure their food allergy. The energy did. Yeah. How? By this intelligence. And if we can create a, a, a favorable milieu, a favorable environment in which we no longer have phobias, addictions, or food allergies, and we do that by this animating force of scalar energy, then why can't we do things of a grander scale? And accept that this world is passing and go to the next world of perfect intelligence, perfect love. That's what scalar energy is. It's the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ. It's the perfect energy. It's it's really phenomenal when you think about it. And you state that all energy in the universe initiates from scalar energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's Tom Palladino. That's not everybody listening. And that the sun of our solar system. And the stars of the universe are the points of origin. We've already said it. But they're storehouses for the scalar energy. Again, they're storehouses. That means that's where this is coming from. Explain to the listeners how scalar energy is everywhere in the universe, thus transcends time and space, and how you, Tom, have devised a machine. So if you guys go on his website, you'll see Because what he's doing is he's taking your picture and he's putting it through this machine, right? Because that's how you have basically captured uh, scalar energy, correct? Correct. I think people need to understand that because otherwise you say, well, this is so esoteric. Well, in essence, it isn't because everything is energy, right? It's just how we perceive that energy. Right. And so believers have to have uh, more faith. And I think one thing you do, Tom, if there's people out there questioning right now, this whole process about scalar energy, whatever they're saying, right? The process that you use gets people to shift their consciousness to a very powerful belief. Right. Now, however that's happening, I'm not saying it's not the scalar energy, I'm saying the combination of their own ability to shift their consciousness and the scalar energy, if the scalar energy is doing that, great, great. But even still, the fact that they go through the process is important. Right. So explain to us if you would. Sure. Let let me use this analogy. Uh, If, If we have an electrical instrument, that's controlling a movement of electrons, electricity. It's a current. That's real. So if I have a scalar energy instrument, I'm controlling sun energy or star energy. It's that simple. So I have, if you will, a star instrument that controls a different spectrum, a different dimension. Now, what I've noticed about scalar energy, it it exceeds, it transcends time and space. Why do I say that? Because it's interconnected. It automatically interconnects the universe. The only way I can describe that is theologically, it has to be the presence of God. Only God can be everywhere instantaneously. Now, if we have a universe that's 
always in communication with itself, and we have a universe that never degrades, then we have a perfect paradigm. And that's what scalar energy is. The reason we have order out of chaos is because we have a perfect communication system, which is scalar energy, which is everywhere at every instant. If we were not able to have that energy communicating and maintaining the universe, maintaining the universe, the universe would devolve into chaos. In order to have a perfect universe, you need a perfect energy. And that is scalar energy. That's the intelligence of scalar energy. You could not maintain the order of the universe with an energy that dies, which is electricity. In order to have a perpetual universe, you need a perpetual energy, which is scalar energy. So for those who are sitting here now saying, make the invisible visible, okay? One thing we know that's invisible, at least a perception, is whatever's coming from the sun, the ultraviolet rays and all the energy, it's very invisible in a sense that, you know, it's not like electricity You just put it in light socket. And if you, you know, you hit something wrong and you get a shock, right? But it's extremely visible on our skin. And I'm one who's had a lot of problems with this, right? Uh, I've had three skin cancers removed and this kind of stuff. But that energy is so super intense coming from that sun, right? You live in Florida. I live in California. We deal with that. The people that are listening have to realize the same thing about the cell phone. You just held it up a few minutes ago. I hold it up again. You know, how is this energy working? There's a battery in this, which is then submitting a, a, a signal up there. And if you if you're doubting Tom's scalar energy, then you ought to doubt this and you ought to doubt what's coming from the sunlight every day that's burning your face, right? Because in essence, both of those are relatively invisible. You can't see them. It's not right. like there's a cord, there's no cord, you know, there's, right. there's no cord here. <laughs> so, you right. know, you're not seeing that. So in your estimation, you state that scalar light energy, you, and you have these food sessions offer exceptional nutritional support. Cause we're talking right. about how do we get people to change their diet or their metabolism through all walks of life? Tell us more about the program and why you consider this to be the magnum opus. Because well, I will tell you just personally, in late December, my wife and I decided just for personal reasons, we were going to become vegan. Right. And we did. And here we are in February. No cheese, no dairy, no meats, no chicken, no nothing. And we feel better than we've ever felt in our life. Really? Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I always look at this nutritional support thing because, you know, and I, not all things for all people, but the reality is how are you helping people with their metabolism and uh, losing weight and becoming optimal? Yeah. You know, like optimal. And that's a good point. Optimal. And how do we achieve an optimal result with light, with energy? Why? Light never fails. Light is fundamental. So we have a program by the name of Natural Foods. And, and as the program states, I work with photographs of natural foods. And I download those that energy from the photograph into people. 
So if, if I had a magnified photograph of cucumber or a carrot, a magnified photograph of the mung bean, I could take that molecular structure on that photograph and download it through scalar energy into a person. Now, I myself, I'm on uh, the natural foods program. I think it's the best nutritional support that I'll ever be able to devise. Why? I'm taking natural food, the phytochemicals of natural food, I'm downloading them, I'm imparting those into the quantum field of a person. So you're getting perfect nutrition from perfect food, so to speak. This is oh, not, yeah, this great. is not a derivative. Yeah, I like not a And you can do this. It, it doesn't have to be one person. It could be a group of people that send you a group because you just showed a group yeah. photograph with like, I don't know, 80 people on it or whatever. Right. Yeah, as exactly. long as it's a photograph. Yeah, yeah there I, you go. I right. frequently, re- I frequently receive collages of people. Now, we're working with people around the world, some of them by single photographs, some by a collage of a family or a corporation, or we're working with charity. Sometimes I receive a thousand photographs from India, from a charity in Mm -hmm. India, a thousand Mm -hmm. photographs on a collage. So we can access their, their being, their quantum being, and we can send them natural food by way of that collage. Now, this is perfect nutrition. Why? We don't have to rely upon metabolism. Instead, the natural food is being created, assembled by scalar energy. So this is not a metabolic process. This is a quantum process in which we actually recreate the natural food inside a person. We assemble that molecular structure. So we don't have to be dependent upon some type of synthesis some type of breakdown so without consumption of the actual product itself Correct. exactly okay so zero calories many, zero many, calories. i get that but many people listening are going to go wow you guys are both wacky you and tom are crazy because no one's going to be able to assimilate uh that and you know what i think just let our listeners try um you know because the reality is, unless you have an open, curious mind, you're never going to go down this path. And I think curiosity never hurt anybody. Explore. Take the time to explore. Now, you say scalar light detects and cleanses pathogens from the photograph. So now we're on the other side. We're saying, okay, somebody's got some pathogens. They got disease maybe even coronaviruses, right? So we were talking about that earlier. Can you share with us how this technology works? Yeah. And and with relation to COVID-19, because look, that's probably, if there was one thing that divided this country more than anything, Mm -hmm. it's, and, and I think this was brought to the world for a reason. So I have my own thoughts about that. But has been COVID, has been this pandemic. Um, You know, you were just telling me, oh, there's no masks where I live. And I said, finally, we have no masks here in California. And it isn't just the masks. It's the actual fear that people still live with of, okay, what is the biggest fear? Death, right? Because in Ultima, the news media splattered for how long? 800,000 people died, 700,000 people died. Well, that's minimal in comparison to the Spanish flu of the 1800s, right? But we didn't have the same kind of technology. Had we had scalar light, 
and if everybody was on this program, do you believe, Tom Palladino believe, that we could have prevented much of the spread of this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. And why would I say that emphatically? Well, over the past 30 years, I've been able to break down, eradicate microbes. I do it all by way of photographs. And I have to rely upon the results. Well, the results are testimonies, firsthand accounts. And everybody that I've ever worked with, with HIV or, or herpes, has reported to me that they no longer, after my sessions, no longer have a viral load for herpes or HIV. So these scalar energy instruments can detect a microbe, a germ, and then break down the molecular structure of that microbe or germ. And the, the germ, the microbe, falls apart. Now, we can do that with herpes, HIV. We can do that with the coronavirus. We can do that with COVID-19. And we, we have that reporting on the photograph. In other words, if my photograph detected the herpes virus, I could send energy into the photograph and it would break down the herpes virus or HIV virus or COVID-19 virus. And everything could be detected on the photograph and then disassembled on the photograph. This is the new science of scalar energy. Well, look, we've known for years, um, you know, I was supposed to go get a treatment, which I haven't done yet, uh, where they put some stuff on your face and then they do this blue light, light, light. Let's talk about it because it's energy, right? So anything that like you're talking about, it's the vibratory level of the light in conjunction with, and in your case, all you really need is the light. Uh, you don't need any additional chemicals added to this to make this happen, right? right? Now, in doctor's offices, whether it's a a dermatologist or um, a radiologist, because people that go in for cancer are going in for radiation treatment. Radiation treatment, again, is the bombardment at a very focal point of this energy trying to put into the field to get to the cancer cells that maybe are in that particular area. And I'm no expert at that. What you say is, hey, come give me your photograph. I will basically scan it. I will send scalar light, which is a lot more powerful at doing this over a number of sessions. Okay. So what is it? How does the program work a little bit in the time remaining? Uh, they buy a program from you. It's 15 okay. sessions or. Yeah. Is it- we, we, I want to prove this to the world and I'm all about results and, and I should be all about results. If I'm a scientist, I'm a researcher. So we offer 15 days of free session. The website is scalarlight.com. Okay. Visit the website. Anybody in the world can upload. You're going to email us now, just a headshot, just your facial photograph and include your family. We'll work with you for 15 days. We will balance your chakras. We will create, assemble nutrients, and we'll eradicate microbes, pathogens, all in your quantum field, all by way of the photograph, which is the energetic copy of your biological system. We never work with people. We work with force fields on photographs. You're the painless healer, Tom. Yes, that's Uh, what it is. Yeah, you're the painless healer. No injections, no pills, no whatever. You basically do it through a photograph, which couldn't be any easier. Send him the photograph. And I'm encouraging all my listeners, what do you have to lose? You know, basically, 
send Tom your photograph, let him run it through his machine, take advantage of the 15 days. He's like, you're obviously going to get on his mailing list. But the point is, is that, you know, read what he's talking about. He has blog. He's got some videos up there. He's got a lot of things. You're listening to this podcast. Uh, you can actually see the machine when you go to his website. He's got a picture of the lab where he created the machine. He tells more of the story. Tom, it's been a pleasure having you on Inside Personal Growth, sharing with our listeners a little bit more and another time. Sometimes it takes more than one lesson. You got to do two, three, four lessons for people to get it. Um, I appreciate you wanting to come back on the show and sharing your story and sharing the scalar light healing properties um, with our listeners again. Uh, And again, to my listeners, please take the time to go to Scalar, S-C-A-L-A-R, light, L-I-G-H.com. There you'll see videos. You can select the program. You can get the 15-day program. Send Tom your picture. And believe me, Tom isn't just collecting photographs of people. He's actually doing something with them. So thank you, Tom, for being on. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to this podcast on Inside Personal Growth. We appreciate your support. And for more information about new podcasts, please go to InsidePersonalGrowth.com or any of your favorite channels to listen to our podcast. Thanks again and have a wonderful day.